With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Police are still searching for 53-year-old Noel Paul Manning of Bodentown, who has breached his bail conditions and is wanted for, quote, serious offenses. He was due to return to court on Monday the 4th of December, but removed his electronic monitoring device. Police say he is short, slim, has a brown complexion, wears his hair cut low, and has white facial hair. He's also known as Indian Doc and Doctor. We have posted photos of Mr. Manning on the Radio Cayman Facebook page and and on our website at radiokman.gov.ky. Police are encouraging anyone with information on his whereabouts to contact 911 or Bodentown CID at 947-2220. Police tonight are investigating a robbery at an address on Water Key Road in Northside. It happened yesterday just before 4 p.m. A man was sitting outside with companions when he was approached by someone he did not know who had a knife. The man demanded money from the victim, made threats, and then took off in a vehicle described as a white Honda saloon car with cash in the direction of Kaibo. A vehicle fitting the description was later reported to have been seen traveling toward Frank Sound. The suspect is described as tall, dark complexion, medium build with dreadlocks, wearing either a black or blue hoodie. The matter is under investigation by Bodentown CID. If you have information, call 947-2220. A man facing gun importation charges is due to stand trial next month. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks reports. 45-year-old Anton Parijin was arrested at the Owen Roberts International Airport in January 2023 with a 9mm automatic pistol, a 9mm semi-automatic rifle, and a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun, as well as ammunition, magazines, rifle bolts, and loaders. In Grand Court on Monday, Justice Cheryl Richards heard that prior to arriving in the Cayman Islands, Parijin informed Customs and Border Control that he intended to carry the firearms with him. The weapons were understood to have been acquired legally, and the authorities say they were aware of his application. Since he did not have a legal import permit or local license, he was arrested as he arrived with the firearms. Parijin is represented by Stennings Chambers, who instructs Ben Tonner Casey on his behalf, and says the current Firearms Act, Section 4-7, through 7, would allow Mr. Parijin to bring the firearms with him. They argue it would only be an offense if he did not disclose his intention or declare the firearms to Customs and Border Control. Mr. Parijin did inform the agency, which the defense says is shown in the CCTV footage from his arrival, and which they say argues Mr. Parijin did not break the law. The trial will be a judge-alone trial scheduled to run for three days to a week. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The trial will begin on Tuesday, February 6th. The United People's Movement government is looking to make home ownership more accessible to Caymanians. As part of that effort, Premier and Minister for District Administration and Lands, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Conley, recently unveiled new billboards, spotlighting upcoming developments in the Eastern Districts in a promotional video. This is a pilot program where we're opening up the doors to middle-income Caymanians that they can have access to an affordable piece of property. And we believe that every Caymanian should own a little piece of this rock and this is an exciting beginning. The Premier says the East End Affordable Lands and Pease Bay Public Beach sites featured on the billboards symbolize the continuous commitment to enhance the community, enrich lives, and foster a more sustainable future for Caymanians. The Cayman Islands government owns more than 670 parcels of real estate, comprising approximately 4,100 acres of land on Grand Cayman, Cayman Brac, and Little Cayman. The 15th anniversary of Cayman Cookout at the Ritz-Carlton kicks off. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. 
The event is hosted by international chef Eric Repair and will feature several celebrity chefs. Organizers of the event say the culinary festival, quote, stands as one of the world's most cherished celebrations of food and wine, granting guests an extraordinary weekend dedicated to, quote, indulging their senses. The packed calendar includes a deep-sea fishing experience with Chef Emeril Lagasse, a live recording of Chef Jose Andres's podcast, Longer Tables Live, a sunset sail with Eric Repair, and a night of rock and roll with concert by the Goo Goo Dolls on the Great Lawn at the Ritz. It all wraps up on the 15th with the Crystal Anniversary Gala. For more information or to purchase tickets for the individual events, you can visit caymancookout.com. I'm Carsley Fuller. You're being encouraged to fill out an online survey for an academic research project focusing on nutrition in the British Overseas Territories. Many diet and lifestyle related health issues such as diabetes, hypertension, obesity and other cardiovascular disease risk factors which were previously seen developing in middle-aged people are now being seen in young people with increasing frequency. Registered dietitian and doctoral candidate at the Department of Population Health Services at Newcastle University, Hannah Jones, is conducting research on the dietary habits of residents in Bermuda, the Falkland Islands, Gibraltar, Turks and Caicos, and the Cayman Islands. She says this will help fill a gap of information across the British overseas territories about dietary habits and how this might be affecting the health of their populations. Without local data, it is difficult for policymakers to ensure that policies and strategies have the intended impacts and outcomes for their unique communities. Understanding what and how the population eats and drinks is important to help inform the development of localised policies and public health strategies and to ensure the cost-effective use of public health resources. Ms Jones has launched online nutrition surveys where people are asked to record what they ate on three different days. Cayman epidemiologist Rachel Corbett says while the Ministry of Health and Wellness is not conducting this survey, it is supportive of endeavours that will help government better understand the health and wellness of the population. We know that while this will not be a comprehensive study for the whole population in the Cayman Islands, the findings will help to guide us and perhaps even determine if this is an area where more work needs to be done. So we encourage interested residents to sign up and take part. Unlike STEPS, this nutrition survey is online. It's done in the participants' own time and anyone who is between the ages of 14 to 49 who resides in Cayman, can volunteer to take part. So we hope to get great numbers from Cayman. All Cayman residents age 14 to 49 are invited to participate, which runs through February 25th. You can find a link to the survey at radiocayman.gov.ky. The director of the Department of Tourism says 2023 was a good year for Cayman's tourism product, with a number of initiatives spearheaded by her department. In 2023, we were able to deliver a robust destination marketing plan in all of our source markets, which included USA, Canada, UK, Europe, and Latin America. We supported and partnered with a number of events on island to provide great entertainment. Additionally, we hosted journalists and travel agents on island to be able to experience the destination and the three island experience that is so unique in the Caribbean region. Mrs. Harris told CIGTV working with tourism partners to learn what visitors are looking for in their vacation was vital to last year's success.
Accolades for a civil servant retiring after almost 40 years. Radio Cayman's Dion England has more. Mrs. Debbie Webb Sibley's is described as a stalwart advocate for social development, playing a pivotal role in shaping policies and tirelessly working towards creating a more inclusive and compassionate society for all. During her tenure at the Department of Social Services, now the Department of Children and Family Services, she led steering committees that championed social issues, such as the establishment of the first Young Parents Program, a national parenting initiative promoting responsible parenting in the Cayman Islands. Her leadership also encompassed the implementation of guidelines for managing referrals and investigating child abuse, ensuring the protection of the youngest members of society. Mrs. Debbie's advocacy continues through radio campaigns, co-chairing the Child Protection Task Force and contributing to facilities for children with special needs. She actively participated in developing the Early Intervention Program program, national guidelines for preschools, and Miss Nadine's children home, showcasing her commitment to social work and community development. In 2016, she officially transitioned to the Policy Coordination Unit, leading the drafting of the National Older Persons Policy. Acknowledging her support system, Mrs. Debbie credits her family, colleagues, and role models for shaping her purpose-driven life. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. And National Heroes Day is coming up. CIT-TV's Donna Bush has a preview. The 2024 National Heroes Day celebration honoring artists of all mediums will take center stage for this year's National Heroes Day. Under the theme, celebrating cultural artisans and creatives, National Heroes Day celebrations have been split into two parts this year. The first is the customary award ceremony in Heroes Square from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the second is a special celebration of culture on Cardinal Avenue from 4 to 8 p.m. Now, the evening festivities will include local food and craft sales, along with live music and entertainment and a fireworks display. Heroes Day takes place on Monday, the 22nd of January. For more details on the day, you can visit gov.ky. CIDTV's Donna Bush there. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings from Radio Cayman's Newsroom.